I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Vampire's Piss, the number one podcast about Nicolas Cage's cult classic Vampire's Kiss. I am with my lovely co-host Cassidy. Hello, I am Cassidy. And I am Matt. And just, we are Vampire's Piss. I just remembered that I wrote my notes on Letterboxd, so I have to pull that up real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... Uh, Last night's watch was a very emotional one for me. I don't know if it was for you, Matt, but oh, wow. it, um, I was I was touched by something very important. Okay, go ahead. I I think it was a pretty enjoyable but standard watch for me. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. I want to hear what your watch was like. Well, so this episode is I, I mean I I've not consulted you about this at all. But no, I think this <laughs> no, this episode is going to be uh, a little bit Tubi centric because okay. I have been one hundred percent on a Tubi fucking just a roll. I you have love to see it. They fallen, have a great selection of things. They have a great selection of things, and it's only gotten better. I've fallen fully in love with Tubi, mm-hmm. um, and. It's just going to be this episode until they fully sponsor us because yeah. I we can't keep giving them free advertisement. Yeah, but, like we have student loans to pay off to be like yeah, to be please get at us. Um but I doubt now, they have any money either to be honest. I feel like us together we probably have a little bit more than them. <laughs> yeah, I mean accounts. I don't know though, but they can afford here's the thing, they can afford somehow to have really great movies on there. They they have like That's all true. of Leica. They have mm-hmm. like um they've got like crazy shit like Columbo. They've got they've got all kinds of like really good stuff on there. Is that and like the you, free stuff or is that for paying for it? It's all free, baby. It's all free. Okay. You yeah. you don't have to pay anything. You just have to pay your time. Yeah, that's why I'm so confused by Tubi. It's like they seem to like have a little bit of everything always. Yeah, it's like very niche things, and it's like, where are you guys getting all this? I don't know, but you know what they also have? They've got motherfucking Vampire's Kiss. They didn't have it for really? a little while. Yeah, they didn't have it for a little while because I know because I looked, um, right. because I wanted I'm like right now. Yeah, and so I was like, holy shit. Because last night, last night, it was, like, really late. I I got, like, I got off, like, a Discord call with some friends. Um, yeah. We were, like, playing board games for my for my roommate's birthday. Um, and we, like, I, I, like, got off the Discord call. It was, like, midnight. I was, like, I do not feel like sitting in my computer chair and watching Vampire's yeah. Kiss. And if I do that, I'm going to be on my phone. So... How do I fix this? Oh, I know. I'll watch it on my phone. Um, So I watched Vampire's Kiss on my phone last night. 
But the problem was my usual go-tos were either not working on my phone or a thousand okay. pop-ups came up and were like going to give me a virus because I didn't have the ad blocker on my phone. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, wait, sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I'm looking at the vampire selection at 2B and they have a lot of bangers here that I've been yeah. to watch for a very long time. Fucking like yeah. I did not expect I did not expect them to have Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter <gasps> or fucking what else was it? Yeah, Vampire Circus. I've been meaning to see that for a while. There's one called Vampire Boys that looks like I don't know. It looks like a bunch of Chippendale guys, like vampires, <laughs> I guess, which is pretty pretty sick. Yeah, no. Tubi has an incredible selection. Um, yeah, this is the Tubi episode. This is one hundred percent going to be the Tubi episode. We. We love Tubi in this house, but once this episode okay. ends, Tubi, you need to pay us to be like this again. I yeah, will we're never turn gonna, after this. I'll turn my ad blocker back on. I will. I will yeah. stop telling everyone I know to go look at Tubi. Um, this is an ultimatum. Yeah, if if Tubi sponsors us, I will literally turn my ad blocker off and never like anytime I go on Tubi, ad blocker off. I will sit through the ads for Tubi. If Tubi sponsors us, we'll start recording our faces during this, and we'll be wearing Tubi shirts, like, very visibly. I literally, last night, me and my friends looked for Tubi merch. I don't think they have yeah. any, but I will make some for us. Me too. Yeah, I'll make... I, um, I was, I was going to wait until I plug it at the end, because I don't have a proper shop, but I'm starting, like, a clothing kind of brand thingy. Hell yeah. And I'll probably make, like, Tubi stuff if they allow me to. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we can, like, get it off. The, we, you can, like, make some. You just can't sell them yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I could, like, we could, like, do a giveaway with our Yeah, absolutely. Audience, our very numerous audience. Very, it would be very, it would be very in the spirit of Tubi because it would be free. That's for true. For the yeah. audience, anyway. We, you just have to correctly answer a vampire's kiss-based question. That's true. You know, I love this idea, Matt. You are, you, your yeah. brain is big. And I, I appreciate you. that. I am very serious about the YouTube video essay thing, and I'm going to integrate a lot of giveaways and stuff like that. Fuck yeah. But are, like, yes. related to the video. I have a lot, I have a lot of shit planned. It's just it's all about just doing them. But there's a lot of all happening. There's a lot of creative energy between the two of us lately. Like, I yeah. I know that uh, we the one thing we do together is we do this podcast. Um, right. You've been you've been working on a lot of projects. Also, I've started... I've been working on some projects in secret but i've also been like mm. revealing them lately um yeah I'll, I'll plug that at the end though that's also okay. a like far off thing that's not gonna be finished for like maybe two years yeah i feel you yeah um but anyway to be great fucking service um mm. i found out because like the the my usual mesh methods of watching vampires kiss were like gonna give me a virus on my phone and i was like i cannot have this yeah Right. So I like just looked up Vampire's Kiss Watch Online. Fucking Tubi mm -hmm. popped up. I was like, what? Real shit? To see it. I yeah. went on Tubi. Crisp as fuck. I've been watching Vampire's Kiss like a fucking peasant, apparently. Everything's yeah. so grainy and like bad. Right. I'm watching on Tubi. I could see fucking Peter Lowe's pores. Oh, this is the revolutionary. Even on my phone, it was it was incredible. I was. I feel like our podcast is already pretty good, but like now it's just gonna skyrocket from like your ad perception of everything. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if they have this on Tubi, but I know that mm. 
<laughs> a funny thing about Tubi is like you can't uh, you can't like go into a movie and select what language you want to to hear it in. You have to really? seek out On the Tubi? yeah. Well, you the the that's because it's just not how they've organized it, right? Instead of uh-huh. having like a movie that um, has uh, like language selections in it, instead they they just have that movie again, but in a different language in the Spanish title. Mm, yeah. So yes. fix that to be like, we love you, but you know, we have some suggestions as well. <laughs> well, it's, uh, and, but it only seems to be Spanish because I can't, I've never yeah. seen like a German movie right. or a German version of an English movie. I've only seen Spanish is, versions of English mo- movies. Yeah. So like, is to be a Spanish owned service. Cause I feel like they have a lot of Spanish stuff on it. Maybe I don't know. I haven't. I haven't really researched it that much. I, I. I. just know that like I would scroll down. I would see Day of the Dead or uh, Night of the Living Dead, and then yeah. I would scroll down a little bit, and then I would see La Noche de la Muertos Vivienes. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm hoping that they've got Vampires Kiss in Spanish on there. Um, oh yeah i've been thinking about that too because i was like how are we gonna like switch it up like sometimes and i think like going through the dubs is the way to go mm-hmm. i i don't know i haven't been able to find any yet but um mm. one of my my roommates suggested that we go on fiverr and pay someone <laughs> to badly dub the movie in a language of our choice or whatever language That's they awesome. speak I um agree. so if or- if it comes to that i think we should do it that's really funny because, like, I I'm still like planning on doing that silent film cut. So, like, out mm-hmm. of this podcast, we're gonna get at least two different like extra fan made versions of this movie. I I fully believe we're gonna have several edits of Vampire's Kiss built up at this point. I mean, we've already got the Morb yeah. collection, right? Um, that's true. We're gonna have your yeah. your uh, uh, what is the word? Silent film cut. The silent film. We're gonna have one or two languages depending on how much we ball out on the the dubbing of vampire's kiss yeah um it's gonna be great yeah i'm i'm uh this this project's only getting better and mm-hmm. this this optimism was all born uh from the fact that i saw <laughs> this movie was on Tubi. uh like literally yes. it elevated my watch i i re- genuinely had a good time um, I was very sleepy, so I did nod off a few times. But since I was holding my phone, it kept me from kind of like um, yeah. fully falling asleep during the movie. I instead mm-hmm. just had visions. Right, yeah. I was watching it in bed on my phone. You know, I feel like, what is this, like 12 or 13 that we're on? We're on lucky number 13 right now, yeah. Lucky number 13. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I feel like we have many more to go and that it's okay to just like as much as David Lynch might disagree like it's okay to watch the movie on your phone sometimes. Yeah, I tried to make Daddy sometimes, David like, Lynch I, proud yeah. but I do too, but he'd be very disappointed in this. Yeah. But at the same time we have experienced it several times. Mm-hmm. Like I think as intended in all but watching it in a theater, which but I think that we could probably do that down the road. That would but that would make yeah. my entire like life. Um, right. You should come down to New York, and I feel like you can rent out like a movie theater for like two hours, and just like mm-hmm. have like a movie you play. So like we'll see that. But like the options are open. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a 
you know, I feel I feel like an expert on this at this point. If I'm if I may toot my own horn, yeah. And so some watches like I will be focusing more on the visuals and some on more on just like the dialogue and the performance of that. So like, you know, today I was on my phone, but a lot of times I would just put my phone down. I would just listen to like what they were saying, you know, and that like allowed me to experience it that way. And I think that's a valid experience mm-hmm. too, because you know, yeah, you got to get lost in the sound of it all. You do, because it's a very, like, audio-sensory movie. Very. Sure. Like, the music's great, like, the, the vocal performances are great, as mm-hmm. well as, like, the physical. But there's just, like, a lot of ways to experience that and to get something out of it. And I think that's, like, a big part of what makes this movie so great. So, 13 still have not had a bad watch, really. Yeah. Except for the Morb Cut, I guess. But, yeah, like, the... that's, like... <laughs> yeah, Morb Cut was rough. I, uh, I I can't say I've 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 had a good time the whole time because I the the three hour the three hour energy was just so bad. Um, yeah. But I'm with you though. A majority of my watches yeah. have been good, or at yeah. least entertaining. Um, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into one of my pieces of vampire evidence. Um, okay. I, th- I think Peter Lowe is a vampire in this one, and I think it's because he was hypnotizing me in real life. Mm, yeah. I, like, this happened early on, and I was just like, absolutely, he is a vampire. Because it happened yeah. in the second therapist scene, where he's talking to um, uh, Dr. Glazer. Was it the alphabet scene? No. It's the second one, where he talks about, like, how like, he holy shit. yeah he saw like a bat right and so my ev- combat with a fucking bat yeah and so i my my uh piece of evidence was because i i had i was like I, I i was flirting with with death i was like i took my phone i put it like on my nightstand there on top of like this candle i have mm-hmm. and I just put it on top of there and i like laid on my side and i was like okay this is comfy i will now be able to watch this movie in comfort while also watching it on my phone and then I started immediately nodding off. And during the right. scene where he was ta- telling Dr. Glazer about the bat, <laughs> you know how, like, when you're nodding off during a movie, your thoughts yeah. become stronger, kind of like dreams, mm, yeah. but they're influenced right. by the movie because that's what you're seeing and hearing. That's um, true. And so I, I, like, had this, like, half-dream Twilight Zone sort of vision of, like, mm. while Peter was telling her about this bat thing, she was like, a bat? And then she, like, pulled up a, ca- a cage with, like, a giant, rabid, red-eyed bat. And, like, uh, was, like, ha- with the intention of, like, exploring this feeling he's having about the bat and, like, ridding him of it. Um, it was very brief. It was just, like, kind of an impression. But it was just, like, all of- I, I, like, came to after that. And I was, like, holy shit, Peter Lois hypnotizing me. Yeah. So he's got powers of hypnosis that are very powerful, but they don't work on anyone in the movie. They just work on me. Right. Well, I think, you know, like when you're tired, you're definitely more susceptible to hypnosis, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that has to be. And, you know, like, it's very suggestible. Like, yeah, it works on some people. And, like, his victims that he usually goes for, I guess, besides Alva, like, it's at the club. Like, it's probably kind of late at night. You know, probably had a mm-hmm. few drinks, and, like, that makes you more susceptible to, like, weak vampire magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think... So, like, we, we have, like, slight imperviousness 
uh, and I guess just the charm. That's like his. We we had like any other vampire powers that we, we've discussed. We've had a few. I think like control over animals. Those are the main ones, though. Super I feel. speed. Yeah. Right. Um. My well, my I have super a, is a strong word. Slightly above average speed. I would say. <laughs> I I Alva I re- has super speed. She wasn't caught for like most of those. True. Reasons, you know. Uh, we had time dilation. We've got, um, I, I wrote down here. My other vampire power was that his, he has the power to be small. His power to be small. <laughs> Cause I was watching it on my phone. <laughs> he was smaller. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, were you on mescaline? Come on. <laughs> Silly ass answer. Um, I feel like we've, 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 we've said a, a number of powers. I've just forgotten a lot of them. Yeah. Was one of them Maybe like... we should start going through it and writing them down for the last episode to have like a big recap of like all the yeah. things. And how we how we then discover that he's the most powerful vampire in the universe. Perhaps, yeah. And that we had to have vampires kiss too, which we ourselves will write and direct. We will have Nicolas Cage reprise his role. Yes. One hundred percent. We we will for sure write that movie though, on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. Like once we write it and like we send it out into the ether, who mm-hmm. knows what'll happen? Yeah. Maybe um, like maybe we could just like make it like Creative Commons and like anyone can like just like do what they want with it and like we'll we'll you know send it to us. We'll watch it. It'll be very game real because I feel like that's what we do on Game Real. We just take Absolutely. our we take our best ideas and just give them to the public for free. Oh, actually, on Game Reel, I fully want to be paid for every single one. Oops. But... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh... Yeah, Cassie does not speak for me. If you don't want the cut, like, that's fine. But me and Annika, you know. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Listen, listen bro, these student loans aren't going away, like, by themselves, right? I'm not taking the easy easy way out. I well, I will take the easy way out if I can. I, I haven't been checking on the status of my student loans. I don't know if we're supposed to be paying those yet. Well, I think it depends on some. Like, Joe Joe Byron, you know, mm-hmm. bless his heart, has been not canceling them, but pushing them back many, many times. I know. Dangling I've, the carrot of, of potential, like, relief over our heads. I've so, like, who knows? Maybe... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I've, like, I, I, have, I don't remember when the, the next, like, deadline is. I can't tell if we've passed it already or not. I I choose to believe it's like at least September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I choose to believe. Yeah. I feel like so you know he he did that thing and like we still haven't seen what will happen with like his executive order to codify Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's becoming more apparent to the Democrats that like we're just very tired of like them not doing anything. Yeah. And we probably will not vote for them if they don't like actually do shit. I hope. Which is like I hope they're realizing that. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's like because I'm not gonna feel inclined to vote for you if like you don't do anything as all this like life mm-hmm. destroying things are happening constantly like every week in this country, you know. So I feel like. I don't know, maybe he will dangle that again as, like, in another executive order if, like, we vote in the primaries. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this, but... We're just, we're just getting our feelings out. That's why Tubi needs to sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if Tubi because, sponsors you know, us, we'll never be political again. Promise. On this podcast, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not? I'll I mean, be if, non-political if Joe, for 45 minutes out of every week. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's good for you, honestly. I think, mm-hmm. like, it's overwhelming to just be, like, going on all fours all the time. I've been thinking about <sighs> that a lot. It's just, it's just so exhausting. It's, like... It's, it's super exhausting. Uh, yeah. Being a leftist in this country is just, like... I would like for my my life and the life of many others to not be constantly in danger of these old ghouls just yeah. taking things away from us, but... Yeah, so... <sighs> You know, yeah. I think we should cap it with the political talk, but in summation, like, if Joe Byron is not going to be our sugar daddy, then Tubi will be. Tubi. And we embrace you with the open arms. Tubi will save this country. I believe it. <laughs> Tubi, I, w- I was going to say, Tubi, know, is, uh, Tubi is almost socialism, but they do have, like, ads, so I don't know yeah, if that right. puts them on the capitalist grind. But they've got so much good stuff, and they're preserving so much. Like, right. like they literally legitimately are, they have, like, a lot of really old movies that I feel like right. would go by the wayside or, like, be forgotten about if Tubi didn't pick them up. Absolutely. Because Netflix doesn't have shit like that on there. Netflix doesn't have, like, yeah. an extensive, like, collection of movies from the 20s and the 30s right. and shit like that, no. you know? Tubi does. Well, I think, yeah, I think you could make a case that Tubi is socialism because, mm-hmm. like, you know, not everything is, like, 100% free, but at the end of the day, we still have to live under capitalism. And realistically, yeah. like, as, like, if you have to be a business, like, you have to, like, work under that those parameters. But yeah. it offers a lot of free stuff, which is, like, super great. And, like, it is imp- I think, you know, you say jokingly that Tubi's going to save the, the country, but... I think in a lot of ways, like, a service that is offering a lot of, like, good mm-hmm. and niche art for free is, like, a thing that is actively helping people. That's you true. Know? And it's something that people should use. And they're not... Just think of it like the library, you know? Yeah. But, like, with ads. They're And they're not, they're not like... They're not snobby about what they put on their their platform, right? Yeah, they're trashy as fuck. They 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 will accept everything. I I, yeah. I first fell in love with Tubi when I first saw it and i realized it was free and i was like whoa wild a free a free streaming service it must have literally nothing on it and i went into the horror section and saw the most insane horror movies i've ever seen in my life just there like yeah it's incredible yeah the the to be searching like in your in your younger age is like where boys become men Mm-hmm. You know, I will say the the kids section is very stacked. There's a lot of like good stuff in there. You you have to kind of mm-hmm. get a little deeper to find the insane stuff. Like right. yeah, uh, looking like Shrek. Look, <laughs> like Shrek. <laughs> there's one. There's one. It's like a 45 minute animated film. Uh, that's like a Finding Nemo knockoff, but it's called Finding Jesus. Mm. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> who I was talking about it with. Maybe June or something. But Maybe. that's like yeah. I mean, they've definitely got VeggieTales if they got Finding Jesus. But they also have shit like 16. They've got, like, all kinds of banging kids movies. Yeah, I have... My my current episode recommendation is on Tubi right now, and I just saw it, and I've been thinking about it, so... Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna try and... And everyone can go Tubi. watch that movie, except for uh, Vivian and Annika, because I specifically want to watch it with them after we finish Twilight. Oh, hell yeah. How are you? Where yeah, are you on like the Twilight grind? Uh, we're like, we have, we just watched like the first two like months ago and we mm-hmm. just haven't been able to get back to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Viv has COVID, so. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> gotta wait a little longer for. Get better, bud. Yeah, yeah. Gotta wait a little bit longer. I mean, Twilight's not going anywhere, which no. I think, you know, is a nice thing. It's comforting. We'll always have Twilight. Yeah, that is socialism. You know? <laughs> the ever presence of Twilight on the internet. Like, if you want to find it, you can find it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it should never go away, and it never will. 
Yeah, Unless I guess will. the internet gets completely shut down and then it's like full on apocalypse. Well, yeah. That, then we're not there yet. Then there's something much bigger, much worse happening. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, it's, it's things, you know, dare I say, more important than Twilight. And I, that's not <laughs> something I would often say about anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about your watch because I've, I've gone on about how how my watch was very to be fueled and Peter Lowe yeah. was hypnotizing me with his small frame. Um, right. Well, I would, I would love to plug the website that I watch it on, but I really don't want to fuck up this Tubi bag. So, um, we'll do it next episode. I watched it on Tubi, you yeah. know, like I didn't <laughs> tell you this, but I did watch it on Tubi. Like I, just like you, I, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I don't want to break the law. You know, I, I don't know if that's what you said. Crime is for nerds. That was Crime is, it's, yeah, it's like, maybe the, you know, maybe it's like Ben Shapiro said, the real punk is to not be punk at all. I think that was some other guy. <laughs> They're all the same. They're all the same. Ben Shapiro. Jo- Joseph Watson, I think, is some British fuck. Uh, Jordan Peterson. They're all saying the same lame shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, being the most lame person is actually the most revolutionary radical thing you could be. And they're right, so that's why you should watch this movie on Tubi. Uh, we're getting, we're, I think we're getting our wires crossed. <laughs> but okay. Tubi hasn't sponsored I, us, so I'm not going to stop you yeah, from saying this. Okay. All right. This watch was very good. You know, I was really absorbing it. I was mostly focusing on the dialogue, and because of that, I have to be very boring, which, as we established, is very punk in the eyes of Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson. <laughs> that my favorite scene for maybe the fifth episode in a row is the alphabet scene. Mm-hmm. I think the delivery is just so solid the whole time, and I was really honing in on that. And I think Nicolas Cage has really great comedic timing all throughout this movie but especially there and you know that's like been a meme like i think that was the first thing i've even seen from this movie just from Same. youtube clips i i, I and knew that scene and that was and it. strange but it's brilliant yeah mm-hmm. uh, i'm but gonna yeah, so that was my favorite scene i'm gonna push you a little bit what what was your second favorite okay. scene that wasn't the the um the alphabet scene oh you bastard <laughs> There's so mm. much to choose from. It's it's a there's so much to choose from. It's a it's a, a garden of delights. A garden of I agree. I th- earthly delights. Yeah. Is that yes, a that's yes. the Dolly painting, right? Or no, that's Hieronymus uh, Bosch. Dolly. It's it is Bosch. Yeah. Uh, who you know, is very berserk, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been thinking about getting a tattoo from that, but I just haven't. I need to like go through all the individual ones and see I, which one I like the most. I almost have a berserk t- tattoo. It's Bloodborne, though, yeah. which was extremely yeah. influenced by Berserk. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, love Berserk. Also, I'm starting a, uh, uh, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm starting a queer Berserk book club. I'll yes, be like, you did. Yeah, I'm like, I'm working on like a trigger list and like a, like a version of the manga with the rape censored out. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you really need to look at that if you don't want to and you yeah, can still enjoy it's it. It's a good option but to I'll have that to, not, to not see yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know what how what I'm sure that I could I could definitely like spin like oh Berserk has something to do with Peter Lowell you know <sighs> maybe if Peter Lowell had Berserk. Berserk in his life he wouldn't have been <laughs> such an incel so true it would have changed him for the better uh, or much worse it's true yeah I mean yeah some people like they go the opposite direction the like Berserk I've fan been base, like I found like, on Twitter semi yeah. recently and that's all I'll say on yes that. right. Like, the Berserk fan base, like, there's, like, two... I've noticed there's two factions, and, like, mm-hmm. one a lot bigger than the other, but I'm trying to, like... Trying to build the good one. for the other side. Yeah. 
Yeah, build the good one. There are the edgelord incels, and there are, like, the super gay uh, edgelords, mm-hmm. you know, which is where I stand, yes. you know, personally. And I'm, like, trying to the spearhead cool the gay reclamation of Berserk. Yeah, the cool kids. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all about bisexuality. Like, not all of it, but, like, it's, like, a main part mm-hmm. of it, for sure. And that's something that people don't talk about. And I think that perhaps if Peter Lowell, like, read Berserk and he saw, like, this exploration of sexuality and, mm-hmm. like, pursuing your dreams, like, in in the face of opposition, perhaps he wouldn't have, like, given up on the goth poetry dreams and would have really gone for it and kept clubbing and yeah. didn't become a fuddy-duddy publishing guy who, like, hated his life and took it out on all his assistants and all the women in his life. Yeah, it's true. He could have been so much better. Yeah, um, I didn't know where I was going with this at first, but I really turned it around, I think. <laughs> like, You're running away from me trying to get you a, get a second favorite moment out of you. You can't, you can't wrinkle me out. Okay, um, I guess, like, the first scene with Jackie, I think, like, mm. it's, like, it really, like, puts you into, like, how, like, strange everything is. Like, there's a lot yeah. of things that are just... Like, the way that the bat looks, it's very low budget and, like, mm. kind of, like... Yeah. It's very old school. Like, it looks like it would be, like, a bat from, like, a Hammer movie or, like... I, if I remember, Nosferatu has, like... I'm so glad you said ass, that. Like, bats. Yeah. But it's like that. You got, like, the dialogue is, like, incomprehensible. Like, talking about brownstones and the Fantastic Four. There's mm-hmm. that fucking little boy who, like, sees Jackie, like, almost naked <laughs> in the hallway. And it makes it seem like he's going to come back. Like, he's maybe he'll, like, call the cops or something. Or, I... like, reveal something to his mother. Yeah. But that kid's never there again after that scene. Which I is literally, just wild. I literally, when we first watched this movie, when Amelia was going up to kill Peter Lowe... I literally yeah. thought when he was going up that staircase that the kid was going to see Emilio. He did. Yeah, and maybe like call the cops on him or something. Yeah, but yeah, that was yeah. that was I I also had that thought. Um yeah, the bad Who knows if that kid's like even real, you know. I think he's real. And if we write a um if we write a movie, like a movie sequel, we've got to include him cuz I've I've been watching right. Sleepaway Camp recently. Uh mm-hmm. I I finished all of Sleepaway Camp and the first one or like the series oh the series um and okay. is it just the two no there's uh five movies one of them is five? basically just a clip show because it was actually yeah. a sequel to the third movie but then it got mm-hmm. canceled um right so i guess for whatever reason i'm really just... amazed by your resilience to just watch shitty movies that, of like series that are like maybe the first two are good and then the rest of it is just total garbage yeah, I I I have some kind of illness, I think. Um Yeah, you're a masochist. Like I, I just I set a challenge for myself with when it comes to movies and I will I will tackle that challenge. I did this last year, but with like much more mainstream yeah. like titles. Last year I Ew, mainstream. <laughs> well, last year it's just like I thought about because I was like I got Shudder and I was like really yeah. like I already liked horror movies a lot before. Of course um before the pandemic um but since all i i had so much time to watch movies i was just like i got shutter and i just started watching like a ton of horror movies and then i was like yeah. thinking about it i was like i really haven't seen a lot of like the big horror franchises like yeah. i've seen some of them i've seen some entries of them but i haven't seen all, all of them and so i decided one day after seeing that all of the leprechaun movies were on hbo max i was <laughs> like you know what? I'm gonna like just compile a list of horror movies and just watch them all. Yeah. And so I 
took all of the Friday the 13th movies, all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, all the Scream movies, yeah. Texas Chainsaw, uh, Leprechaun, and yeah. I just like made a list. And, and the list got to be about like 175-ish movies long. Yeah. And I watched them all. Cool. I watched them all. Oh, yeah. I, ending. Oh, yeah. I finished that like uh, at the in February because... Oh, wow. I left the... I, the last series for me that i left for myself mm-hmm. was texas chainsaw and it was yeah i kept it for last because i saw that the, the the david blue garcia movie the texas chainsaw one that came out on netflix uh, i saw that was the, that had, recent yeah well it had been announced um right but it wasn't out at the time that i made the list so i just Have like seen it now yeah well the, so that's what okay. ended that marathon was i was like all right i watched it all right. and mm-hmm. Then I was like, I want to do another one. I've, I, yeah. I, I did that one. It was very fulfilling. I watched a lot of garbage, and I watched a lot of stuff yeah. I loved. Right. I, I'm going to make a new one. So I've made a new one, and it's much longer than the other one. And there are, like, mm-hmm. the other one, I think, had, like, somewhere around, like, 10-ish franchises in it. Yeah. This, this one that I'm watching now is 29. Mm-hmm. And that's because some of them have, like, only four, three or four movies to them. But some of them have, like... 10 I, the one of them was the ring franchise and i watched so many ring knockoffs there's 21 ring yeah. related movies right. cassidy if i may say i think you have an insatiable addiction to uh binge watching horror movies i think i might um yeah i also do you think it's a problem or do you think it's enriching your life because i think it can go either way but it seems to be enriching your life so far i mean you're asking the wrong guy because i'm gonna say it's enriching my life but if you ask anyone else right. they might say he's insane yeah i think a lot of people would say this is a huge waste of time <laughs> but i think i yeah. think you can become an expert in this and that like in itself like right? presents like an interesting perspective i i, also, I think like seeing yeah yeah because like on paper, like you know, I haven't like delved fully into the Texas Chainsaw movies, and I love the mm-hmm. first two, but They're like amazing. I know that Best like ones. yes, and I but I know that the ones after that are not going to be good in the same actually good way. Yeah, but I know that if I go through all of them because it's spanning like a long time, and that tells you something about like how filmmaking changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how like franchises are like perceived, and like how studios try to like flip things, mm-hmm. and I think all that is very interesting, even if the movies themselves are not. I, you know. Matt, you fucking understand me. You you get me. If nobody else yeah. got me, you got me. <laughs> I get you. I think Dead Meat would get you too. They like go through all those shits. That's true. I, <laughs> yeah. I I I've gotten to the point now where like if I notice that they have a franchise in their kill count yeah. that I'm watching, I will like literally like I'll watch the movie and then I'll watch the kill yeah. count right after. Yeah, I do that all the time, watching Kill Counts, like, after mm-hmm. watching that. I think it's, like, a great educational thing. Like, yeah. Because, I, I, like, I, I want to know the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think they do a great job. I, liked, you know, I mean, obviously, this is the greatest podcast uh, on currently, and yeah. it would be game real if we were still doing that at the time. Yeah. It will come, go back to that, but... It will, it will but, become uh, number one eventually. Meet, yeah. But the Dead Meat podcast, I think, is definitely my favorite podcast mm-hmm. that I'm not involved with just because of how informative it is, like, as much as the kill counts. And they're able to, like, delve into, like, the philosophy and, like, the academic, like, analysis of these horror movies. And I think it's, like, really great. Yeah. It's hard for me because 
I want to like binge their podcast, but there's a lot of movies I haven't seen that they talk yeah, about, yeah, and I'm yeah, just yeah. like, I don't want to spoil myself for those movies. So I, 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 I like, avoid them. I think like one of like the most like eye opening ones that I've seen was was their ones on uh, Texas Chainsaw. I think Chelsea is mm. like an amazing researcher. Yes. I think she and I I like that James like allows her to like be the. Well, he doesn't allow her to do that. It's, it's her show. Yeah, but, like, he, he, like, he's just a good, he like... He more of, like, a backseat, you know? Yeah, he's a good co-host. Which you don't expect because he's, like, the face of the channel. Mm-hmm. And I really like her the kill count she did for the American Psycho films, too. I think those were, like, some of my favorite ones that I've ever seen. I hope she does a lot more. Yeah, if but I... it's very informative and, yeah. Yeah, if I... I was going with this. Whenever I finish this, um... This, uh... Marathon that I'm doing... Uh, whenever that is, probably will be sometime late into next year. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I only watched 60 movies. Um, I have 86. Only watched 60 movies. I've only watched 60, Whatever. but I have eight, uh, I have 186 in the thing. So I've got like uh, something like 120 left. Um, that's a pretty big chunk out it's though. A bi- yeah. It's a big chunk. And the ring was like a third of that chunk. Um, yeah, you got to take everything in increments, you know. You can't, you can't just like consume everything like Kirby <laughs> Cassidy. Sometimes you got to absorb it. Yeah, David that's true. Not approve of this like consumption. Habit I'm, I'm have. absorbing it. Okay. The only one I didn't absorb was the fucking sleepaway camp clip show. Um, but I think some artsy fartsy people will be like, oh, you know, movies are like meals. You're eating it like popcorn. You're just shoving it down your gullet. You know, you're like a pelican. Like, what are you doing? Well, they, they are not as well fed as me. So I don't, I don't listen to that. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> um, you're but, like, you're like fucking smog from Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. just like on your pile. Just the, like, yeah, I've collected all these movies. They're part of my, all my, my wares, my riches. If I was a dragon, I would hoard DVD. Yeah, I don't have a lot right now, and I'm planning to get more when I have more money and I have a bigger bookshelf. Um, but I, I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get some movies, you know. Yeah, I'm um, trying to be that, but just like with Berserk, like giant deluxe things, like oh, multiple yeah. copies of ones I already own. Just like I'm just really greedy with it, you know. That's that's the that's the other thing too about is like I need a much bigger bookshelf because I I don't have yeah. a lot of like DVDs, but I have a lot of action figures, and I'm like I don't have very many yeah. places to put these. Yeah, I've been meaning to clean out my shit. Yeah. Have you seen that episode of Jimmy Neutron where Q Neutron, who's one of the greatest cartoon dads of all time? Yeah. Uh, thinks he's the last man on earth and he finds a bunch of pie trucks and he starts building like thrones and like like stacks and buildings out of the pie boxes. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this episode. I'll send it to you. But uh-huh. I'm trying to be like that with my with my books and manga mm. and records and, and DVDs and whatnot. Hell and yeah. I'm sure Peter Lowe would too with his like vampire paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. If he was if he would allow himself. If he would allow himself. Because like if you look at his 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 apartment is put together you know like it's an mm-hmm. aesthetic that i don't appreciate but like there is an interior design eye being made about like what the kind of man that he's trying to be and i feel that if he allowed himself for that it could actually be pretty cool and it would definitely be a lot of vampire shit a lot of like goth industrial shit this is just yeah. how i see this man you know this fictional man yeah and you know that's valid because we're gonna see him every fucking week yeah and we we gotta we gotta we gotta give them the benefit of something right 
I wonder, I often wonder if Nicolas Cage thinks about Peter Lowell as much as, like, we do at this point. Because he does, he does seem to talk about the movie, like, mm-hmm. as an important stepping stone in his career. And I say that every time, because yeah. I really want to emphasize that, because this is, like... This is an important movie to a, Nicolas Cage. It is an important and everyone movie to Nicolas Cage. Everyone should know it. Yeah. Especially if you're a Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. Um. Alright, we're getting near the end of our time. Uh, let's see. Is there anything we haven't done? I haven't done my standout. Uh, I'll just do it very briefly. Um, my standout moment is the like second or third time that Rachel appears. It's the one where like Peter Lowe's crawling on the ground, and then you see Nosferatu after she bites him. There's this yeah, moment yeah. where she like picks him up and like throws him on the bed. And my standout yeah. is like he tries to get up. But then she like just one hand just slaps him down onto the bed, and that makes yeah. me that makes me chuckle every time. And I don't think we've it ever is. addressed it, but I just love how she just like I guess, one hand slaps him back onto the bed. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I think it's just because it's like you know for you to take it that she's a figment of his imagination, which is mm-hmm. what I think it was meant to be. It's just like a manifestation of like his desire to be a bottom when mm-hmm. like he's trying to present himself as this like kind of macho in control dominant man when yeah. he like i was watching this video of like i didn't watch all of it it was some youtuber i don't remember what their name was but they were talking about how jordan peterson is a bottom and he very much is and like he doesn't allow himself to and i think <laughs> peter's very similar he would fall down the, the jordan peterson rabbit hole for sure oh for sure if he was still alive day. yeah if he was still alive well he's dead he, he dies at the end of the movie he does he did there's so much he missed, man. I'd like, how would he make sense of the current world? You know, I don't, I barely can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my standout. Um, we, uh, I think it's plug in time. Well, what do, what do we do first? Do we do recommendations or plugs? I can't remember. Uh, I think we should do recommendations first. All right. I mean, technically, the plugs are recommendations, just like more self interested ones. True. True. Um, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I, I got my, it's opened in Tubi. In a <laughs> tab. Uh, so I wanted to recommend The Last Vampire on Earth. It mm. is a 2010 low budget drama romance horror. So bad it's good kind of video. I remember seeing a best of the worst on Red Letter Media doing it. Uh-huh. And I was just like, this looks like a fucking banger. And it very much looks like a bad Twilight ripoff made by like people who don't know how to make movies. And you got to love that. So I recommend everyone in our audience besides Annika and Viv do that. Because <laughs> I need to show it to them after we finish Twilight. So that is my recommendation. I love trash like that. I, I like I I don't. Yeah. I don't know if there's something wrong with me, but I really do enjoy watching trash and like. Just enjoying the heart that went into it, yeah. or like just yeah. the the mystery about how it got made. It's just like it. it Absolutely, I, I love it. Um, I just I added that to my. Fulfilling. I mean, <laughs> to your list. I I did just add it to my watch list because you said that. I was like, oh, a little you more your so. Box also, you're active on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I um, could. Yeah, it is social media. Yeah, why not? I I fully agree with that sentiment. Mm-hmm. about shitty movies that i think they have merit i think they do have merit As, i think like yeah. it's very punk you know it's very diy and you gotta love that 
Um, all right. My my uh, recommendation, or yeah, recommendation. Uh, another Tubi selection. This one is a bit more of a horror classic. Uh, it is the movie Sleepaway Camp. I know I was talking about it earlier, but I really love that movie. Sleepaway Camp, the first one anyway, is really good. It's very, um, very earnest. Um, it's, it's very like comedic, but I don't know if it's trying to be. I think it is in some points, but it's just like, it's very earnest. And, uh, it's just, it's this movie about like these kids who go to a sleepaway camp. One of them was like involved in a, a tragedy early in her life that took her dad from her. Um, and also her like twin brother. And so she goes to camp, like, after being raised by her aunt, she goes to camp with her, her cousin Ricky, and they it's just these kids who go to this summer camp, uh, and then people start dying um, and getting slashed by a slasher. Uh, it's, like, it's a very... It's just such a charming movie. Um, and because, like, all the characters have these, like, very cartoon... Almost cartoonish New York accents. Like, they're absolutely... <laughs> people from New York City who are going upstate for summer camp. Um, and it's just amazing. Uh, if you love a, a summer camp movie that has, like... If you love, like, an 80s horror movie that has dudes in short shorts and crop tops, fucking this is the movie for you. The head counselor, his name's Ronnie, he stands out to me every time because he is, like, super himbo, like, very kind very caring counselor but he's got fucking giant arms huge tits yeah. he's got the shortest shorts you've ever seen showing off his giant legs amazing amazing movie right that's i mean that's just peak masculine performance you know yeah um so you know sleepaway camp go check it out it's on tubi yeah. Um, so just like we'll reiterate this like what i'm saying now will be the last you know free to be thing that mm -hmm. we say but to be sponsorous i don't know if you have any money i kind of doubt that you have any money but you must have it somehow you don't yeah. have to tell us how you got it i i don't really want to know we'll we'll take we'll take pay under case. the table yes we will we're a very shady podcast <laughs> but yeah um, so that's enough of those guys. Yeah, that's enough of Tubi. Let's plug ourselves now. Uh, you got anything yeah. you want to plug, Matt? Um, I, you know, I have my Twitter uh, at I was I I was at Washington Square Park now, Union Square Park, mm -hmm. and I was trying to tell someone my fucking Twitter, and I was struggling. But <laughs> it is at lowercase x uppercase x underscore s three x y underscore d three v i l is there an underscore there i don't remember there might be mm -hmm. it's in the twitter the ga at game real pod uh x uppercase lowercase x but i am starting a youtube channel and a little clothes shop and working on my band stuff and I'm working on a punk comic with Moby. Uh, and so, like, all that will be coming out within the next two years, I guess, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But I'm working on all that stuff, and I'm most active on Twitter. I'm going to be promoting it there. So if you are interested in that, you know, Big things coming. 
big things coming from Matt. Big Keep thing. your eyes on this space. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to conquer the internet. I've decided. Hell yeah, it needs to be conquered by someone. Um, I guess so. I your spot, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> fuck yes, I I I love it. I you know what? You go for Jeff Bezos. I'll go for Elon Musk. Um, mm. I feel like you're. Tark gets easier. He's like more outwardly like fragile in his masculinity. That's true, but he has more fanboys, so I think it balances out. Yeah, um, I guess so. But those fanboys, like you can like completely like if someone's like super into Elon Musk, you can completely disregard everything else that they say. Oh, know? absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, my Twitter. I'm gonna plug my Twitter now. Um is i'm forgetting it now it's cassadoodles it's at cassadoodles so that's c-a-s-s-i-d-o-o-d-l-e-s um i mostly just post nonsense and garbage on there but recently i've been posting um a project that i want to get some traction before i finish it uh i'm working on a dungeons and dragons uh adventure a mini adventure that uh i'm you know, designing and illustrating myself. Um, I'm hoping to sell that on DMs Guild. Um, it's going to be called Blood on Lake Owlbear. It's a summer camp slasher themed adventure. And uh, I'm just posting art on that now. I'm going to be posting art that I make for the adventure until it is complete. And that's going to take a long time because there's a lot of art that needs to be made. Right. Um, it's very referential of horror movies um go check that out um also i guess follow me on on letterboxd i'm very active on there uh i'm at paneranoid that's (laughs) p-a-n-e-r-a-n-o-i-d um and then go just go follow uh our 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 podcast twitter at game real pod that's yeah you you know how to spell that one if you've been listening yeah. and you have right yes you have you've made it this far um and uh yeah that's uh, i think the plugs mm-hmm. yeah i'm very excited for everything that we plugged yes Everything's, it's all come together the creative energy is building it is yes um any whomst i have to go i'm i need to shower quickly before work I also um, need to go do things. It's been great talking with you, Matt. Um, mm-hmm. Same as always. I'll see you next week. Uh, yep. Till then, I've been uh, I've been Cassidy. I've been Matt. All right. Bye bye. Bye.